So I'm super excited to have one of my favorite Instagram friends on today. And this is Jason from The Modern Dad. So Jason, introduce yourself to everyone. I am Jason and I have the Instagram and blog called The Modern Dad. So I started this because I was working at a baby store. We were pregnant with our first child and people were coming in and they just loved asking questions because I'd really research things and find out about products. And mm-hmm. I wanted to find the best of the best for my first because it's your first and you like have to make sure you have every single thing out there. Right. And so people would ask and they'd be like, so tell me about this stroller. And I tell them, well, I like this stroller, but I also like to think far down the line. Like, what are your thoughts for this? What's this? And they just say, oh yeah, that makes sense. And so I would come at it differently than what all the mom bloggers were doing. Mm-hmm. They would just say, you really need to start a blog. You need to do this. So that's where it started. Now it's just taken off into like just the story of my crazy life and three kids and amazing wife. That's so cool. And I didn't know that it started with a baby store because I am a baby gear nerd. So I love yeah. that. We could totally nerd out about that. Yeah. So I remember finding you for the first time. Gosh, it probably, how long ago was Susan Peterson doing her like brand, brand ambassadors? So what did she I, call them? There was a word. So we were the, in, we were the brand enthusiasts. Yes. And that's when I found you. And I remember being like, oh, this is cool. There's a dude on here. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, so shout out to Susan Peterson for, for helping me find you. Because I remember finding you and then being like, okay, this dude, like, actually really knows what he's talking about. And he's entertaining. And he's a good writer. So that's, I mean, it had to have been, what, five years ago? It was like five or It was like right when you had started, too. Yeah that's when I started following you because I saw you come over and I was like, oh my gosh, who is this person? (laughs) She talks about all these deals and there was like baby products involved. Yes. And that's all I was looking for. Cool. And so it was kind of like the same thing. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Shout out to Susan for bringing bringing (laughs) bloggers together. For being amazing. (laughs) Yes. That's so funny. So you know how the Instagram algorithm is like I had been following you for so long, but hadn't seen your, I I had never seen your stories. And then my sister Brooke sent one of your stories to my mom and me. And she was like, do you follow this guy? He is hilarious. He's so funny. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've known about the modern dad for years and I've been following him. But of course the algorithm had hidden your stories. Totally. So then I started watching your stories and I was like, oh, now I feel like we're best friends. Like, (laughs) you know, because you're so just like dynamic and fun to watch and entertaining and super funny. Oh my gosh, you're so nice. You have the best stories. I think think you could talk about potato chips and I would be entertained. (laughs) Well, thank you. I do what I do. I, it's just, I just get on there and word vomit like crazy and I don't know what's happening. That's so funny. And then I watched my wife watching him later and I was like, what was I saying? Oh, whatever. You know what? It always makes sense and it's always super funny. So I appreciate it. (laughs) The thing that I wanted to talk to you about, Jason, today, because I feel like the world is starving for this, is having an abundance mindset and being willing to 
uplift, not just uplift others, but support others. So, and you're just, you're just like this natural master at this. So I just want to talk about where that came from and, and why you're so good at it. So it's funny because when you first had asked me about this, I was like, huh, like, yeah, I guess that's what I do. It just has always been a thing I have always done. I was talking to my wife about it and it's funny because you had asked, oh, is, are your parents like this? Is your family like this? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, one thing about me is I'm adopted. That's one thing I kind of talk about. And so I am very different than both my parents. Um, my dad is in politics. He's very like that political world. Like, and I'm like the outgoing wild one. So we're <laughs> very opposite. And so I have just always been this person that just always wants to support others because I think growing up, I, I mean, of course you have your family coming to all your things and I know in one of your podcasts, you were talking about about that you're a choir nerd and I totally was a choir nerd. Yes. Like never talk about it because then I'm like, wait, what high school did you go to? So I went to Taylorsville. Okay. And I was a madrigal. Okay, because I was I sang in the Bountiful High School choir in a few yeah. of them. So anyway. So I was in choir ever since like seventh grade to yeah. graduating. And so my parents they'd come and they like record me, but it was never like I had like people that would come and support me. And so I feel like I always wanted that. I always wanted just like someone else that cared. Yeah. That's just always been something I guess I've always done. I always would go to friends' games. I'd go to friends' events, anything. And I was teaching later down, like once I was married, I was teaching a Sunday school class of like high school, junior, and seniors. Mm -hmm. And we all know that those are the groups of kids that are just like, they don't want to be there. They it's just not like, they're just in that place in their life that they're like, you don't really care about me. I'm just here because my parents make me. And so I made it a point to really get to know these kids and make them feel like I really genuinely cared about them. Mm -hmm. I did. And also I had just moved to the area, so I didn't know any of them. So I had said, what do you do? Like, what do you do for fun? I want to come and support you. Um, I don't care what it is. So like there was one kid that played on the baseball team and we'd take Nixon to all the baseball games and we'd take him to all the football games and all the basketball games. But then there were kids that were like in choir and we'd go and watch them perform or they were in shows and we'd watch them. Or there was one kid that he was in this like band and he told me, him and his friend that were both in my class, they're like, oh yeah, we're, we have this band, we have a performance, you should come. And I was like, totally, I'll go to anything. And when I showed up, one of their moms was like, you're going to want headphones. (laughs) And it was like, screamo. Like, I had no clue what I was going to. But at the end of the day, all I cared about was that they knew that somebody was there to, like, support them and cared about their interests. And so I feel like that's just always been something that I've just always done. But it's always because... I always wanted that and I want to make sure that other people want that. And they just feel that when someone else outside your family is there supporting you, that 
it just, I don't know. I feel like it kind of means more. Yes. And the gift of time, giving someone your time. I mean, people can write out a check. People can, you know, do totally. things that are just like instantaneous so easily. But giving your time is such a big deal. That's really cool that you did that. And I'm sure those kids felt loved in a way that probably they hadn't felt from very many other adults other than maybe their own parents. Like you're saying, like your parents would show up to your choir, but I mean, that's a big deal to have your Sunday school teacher showing up to your extracurricular (laughs) events. That's really cool. They like see me at their baseball games and I'm like a crazy cheerleader. Oh yeah. I'm and I'm like, yeah, throw the ball, get him out, do all the things. Like, I don't know anything <laughs> about sports. So do I just say, say anything. And they're just like, what is happening? And then their teammates will ask, who is that guy? And they're like, that's my Sunday school teacher. That's so amazing. So it was just kind it. of fun to watch that happen. That is so cool. You know what? I was, did you read that article um, about Utah player Britton Covey? Um, that just came out, I don't know, like yesterday oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple days ago. And he talked about his favorite principle that he learned from his grandpa, um, Stephen Covey, who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And, well, he referenced a different book. I don't remember the name of the book. Do you remember Do you remember that uh-huh. part in the article where he talks about his favorite leadership trait that right. he learned? And it was to basically to go after the one person, that that's, you know, that that's how – Christ led is not worrying about the 99, but worrying about the one. So I feel like that's Mm -hmm. exactly what you're talking about. And I think another thing too, that I think of is like, so I served a mission where in the same religion, we go to the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and I had served a mission. And I just always think like, I probably wasn't the best missionary. I mean, I went, so now people go when they're 18 And I went when I was right before I turned 19. I just remember thinking like, I was just so naive and silly. And so a lot of the time too, I think in the back of my head that I try to do these things because I just messed up a lot in the past and just want to make up for it and just show like, no, really, I swear I'm a good person. I swear (laughs) I'm not just like this crazy like wild kid that everyone just remembers from my neighborhood and that I was the wild one that messed around so much. (laughs) Well, first of all, I don't believe at all that you were ever a bad missionary or you're an amazing missionary right now. I love it that you share. um, I love the family pictures that you share on Sundays of you guys. And you usually throw in like a really inspirational um, quote from, you know, someone that's says has something inspiring or uplifting to say. So I think you're an awesome missionary. Um, but also I like that idea of making amends. We talk a lot about that when we do the 12 step meetings, talk about like, um, that's one of the steps is making amends. So if that's something that you feel like you're doing and, and a living amends, you know, by right. how you're living your life now, cause you really can only control the present. Totally. That's a really cool thing too. So where did you- and I think the same thing too, is that we always need to think of like, we can always look back at what we've done in our past, mm-hmm. but like, there's nothing you can change about it. I can't change anything I've done in my past, but I can change my future. I can change what I'm going to do today. I can change my current attitude. Yes. And I think that's what people need to realize is like, if you're going through something that's hard and struggling and there's people around you, like if you just change your attitude, it's going to make 
everyone around you, their attitude change. And so that's kind of what I like to try to put out there is just like this fun, like, yeah, life's crazy, life's nuts. But like, as long as we have a good attitude and we like are just happy then and funny, I guess, then (laughs) hopefully things will be better for everyone around us. Yeah, well, we can't all be funny, Jason, so (laughs) we'll leave that up to you. Truth. That is so true. So tell me about how this has looked um, in business for you and in blogging. Like, that's something that fascinates me because I feel like a lot of people feel like if I talk about someone else, then maybe people won't want to listen to me anymore, you know? Right. So I have always just been a person that, so I will follow people and I am like 100% gung ho. I'm your best friend, best supporter from the beginning. I get into this on Instagram and I start following people Mm -hmm. and I just fall in love with them. I love their stories. I love everything about them. And I'm just the person that if I love something, I want to tell everybody about it. At first I would tell people like, oh my gosh, I'm following this person, Mint Arrow. You have to follow her. She's so great. She gives deals. Granted, she's not doing deals for men's clothing because, I mean, you do your Nike things a lot that I see with Neil. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I love following her because I'm trying to find things for my wife, for my kids. I'm trying to find products that, yeah, I want to find a stroller that's a good high-end stroller because I want it to last And she's the one that's doing it. And I just genuinely know the things about a person. And so I want to tell other people about it. As I've done that, then I guess people started seeing what I was doing. And then it became that whole resharing thing. Because before it was just you talking stories and people would talk and it was just them sharing everything. Mm-hmm. I remember a time when people would say like, when we'd all would do like follow Friday, like, oh, you have to check out my friend, freshly picked, Susan Peterson. She's so great. I love her moccasins. And you do like one or two. But I was the person that I was like, I got five people. I got to tell you all about and I got to tell you all about them right now because I don't want you to miss anything they're saying from here on out. And I guess that's just always been the thing that I've done. I just always have this passionate feeling about people and what they're doing. And I just want other people to follow that. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like you ever have any hesitation of if I share someone else is going to take away from my success. No, like I could care less. I don't care about like, like I feel like one thing with me is I don't ever care what people think about me and the numbers don't ever affect me. And I, I don't know. I just have never been where I have that comparison issue Mm -hmm. because I'm not comparing myself. I mean, we all know that most of the people that are on Instagram are women. Mm -hmm. And so I'm never comparing myself to these women because I'm not a woman and I follow tons of women, but I follow these like fitness guys. And I never really compare myself to them because for me, it's like, that's like, that's not my life. Yes. I want to like get healthy and I want to strive to be better, but I have never compared like myself to what they're doing or 
what they look like or what clothes they're wearing. I just care about what I'm doing, what's with going on with my family, if my wife's happy. Like that's, that's so cool. That, that's my thing. That's so cool. And I love that you are so about your family and that you guys do things together. Tell me more about that, like why that's important to you. Like I said earlier, my dad is in politics. And so he was always just really busy. And I was born in the 80s. And growing up, it was always your dad went to work. He'd come home. It wasn't so much like leave it to Beaver where it was like, Joan Cleaver has everything perfect. Everything's done. <laughs> dinner's on the table and dad goes to work and comes home smoke. Like it wasn't that, but it was starting to come like kind of out of that mindset at the time. Okay. And so I remember growing up always saying, I just want to be like the dad that's active in my kids' lives, in my family's lives. And so I have always been super passionate about making sure that my kids know how much I love and care about them. And that, and not that my dad didn't, it was just that time that he just worked because that's how he showed his love for us and providing for us. Right. And so I want to do that, but I also want to make sure that they know I'm here for you. I'm going to get down and play Legos on the floor with you. I'm going to dress up in princess dresses and we're going to do hair together and I'm going to do my daughter's hair and spend time talking to her about all the things she's imagining and I'm going to play basketball with my two-year-old even though I have no idea what any of the terms are because my boys are like nothing but like sport fanatics and I'm like all I care about is what color jersey you get when we sign you up for baseball. <laughs> But it's like, I just always want to make sure they see that I'm there supporting them, loving them, caring for them. And like, like you said, like the whole time, I just want to make sure that we're, they know that I have the time for them, no matter what is going on. Yeah. Do you feel like you had an influence or someone in your life that taught you the importance of time, giving people your gift of time? I thought of this earlier too. And I couldn't think of anybody, but then I did this holiday market thing yes. in December. And I'm so sad I missed that. Oh, you it was like so I did this thing where it was I got all these brands together and we were selling things for the holidays. And I never expect anyone to come, as in like influencer-wise. Mm-hmm. I just put it out there and I know there's like people that follow me, but I never expect it. And so I remember sitting there, I was so excited because people were coming and shopping at all these little shops and all of a sudden Kelly Jensen and her husband walked in. Mm, and she's I, the best supporter. Right? And I just like got the biggest smile on my face and I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, you are so kind. Like this is this is the nicest thing. And she was like, we're, we went out on it. We're on our day. And I remember seeing that you had posted this and we're at dinner just down the street. And I had to come by and see what this is all about. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are so kind. And so it was at that point that I thought, this is why I want to go and support influencers, whoever, their events, their things, 
because I want people to know that I genuinely am there for them and support them. And I just, it's that whole time thing. Mm -hmm. When you see someone giving of their time, it just means so much. And I mean, how did that make you feel? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I'm not one to cry. I haven't cried for like 11 years, I swear. (laughs) But it's like, I was just so happy that I felt like I was going to burst into tears because, and watching her husband come in there who he like, he doesn't like social events. Yeah. He just wants to, we're just going to dinner. Let's go out. And I just remember saying, thank you so much. Like you really didn't have to do this. And then she shared it on her Insta story. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? And it was just like this overwhelming feeling. And like, I didn't sell anything, which I didn't care. I was just so excited because I got her support and then all the support of all these other people that I loved so much that were selling their items. So I feel like we could be better about this as far as like influencers supporting other influencers. How do you feel like people could, yeah, be better at this? Well, I just think that part of it is just trying to find, it's the whole time thing. It's trying to find that time to support. Mm -hmm. Like tonight there's an event and I'm doing everything I can to make it over there. And granted, this influencer is way bigger than me, but it's like, I don't care. I just want to come because I'm obsessed with you and I love all the things you do. And you put a smile on my face on Instagram. And so to see you in person is just like icing on the cake. And so I think we just need to think of it like that. Like all these people and all these influencers that are just out there trying to support other businesses or just support their families. It's kind of scary going out there and saying, hey, come to this meet and greet, come meet me, having no clue who is going to show up. Totally. But when you see someone that you see online come and support you, like, I think we just need to think of ourselves, like, think of it that it doesn't matter the numbers that you have. You could go to someone in their event and they have tons, like 200,000 followers. And me with my 14, I could just go and they will think it was the nicest thing you did for them because you put forth that time and effort to come and support them. And I think a lot of the times too, when you have an event, you really have no clue what the turnout is going to be. You think, Mm -hmm. oh my God, we worry forever. Like nobody is going to show up to this. Nobody is going to show up to this. And then you get there and when you see lines of people or you see three people it's just that feeling of oh my gosh this is the impact i have on others and so as we as other influencers can go and support that i think that's huge said a second ago where you said well first of all when you said they're way bigger than me I kind of am like I have feelings about that but I love that you said but I don't really care because to me I feel like people are just people I remember 
Yes, people are just people. First of all, a lot of those like numbers next to someone's name on Instagram are fake. If we're being totally real, a lot of people are totally bought tons of fake followers and it's but even if they haven't, even if their following is real and genuine and there's and all of those numbers are real people, it doesn't matter. We're all just individuals. And I remember um, when I went to American Idol, I went to a taping of the second season of American Idol because my best friend in high school, Carmen Rasmussen, was on American Idol, the second season. So my mom and I flew down to LA and I remember having this moment, like this aha moment of, oh my gosh, celebrities, they're just like us, but really, like, I just was like, they're people. They're just these normal, like, very average people, even, like, Paula Abdul and Simon Cowell, who, like, walked out, and instead of having this, like, fangirl moment that I maybe would have expected myself to have, I just was like, oh, like, he's just this person, and he just, like, walked out, and kind of looked disheveled a little bit and got in his car and looked a little grumpy. And I was like, he's just like this grumpy guy. I don't know. You know what I mean? And and then seeing totally. the other people that were on American Idol with Carmen and I was like, they're all just people. I think that we can really get in our heads about like, oh, this person's a big deal and I'm not as big of a deal or whatever. And tons of the people that are going to listen to this are moms who don't have some Instagram influence following whatever. And guess what? They're just people. Like, we're all just people. I don't know. When I when I meet someone and they're like, oh my gosh, I know you're a big deal. and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just a boring, I'm a boring right? mom who's right now at this very moment sitting in a house dress with wet hair talking to one of my friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm... Yeah. I'm always in I house know. dresses. I totally you're probably wearing you a house dress too. No, I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we're all people. Yes. And at the end of the day, when we all die and we all go to heaven, none of that's going to matter. But it is going to matter so much how we treated people and how we treated an individual. Exactly. So I love what you're saying about that. Exactly. And how much power we can have Yes. if we give of our time. That's such a cool thing. Because it's real. like, really, the numbers, it doesn't really no. matter. Like, who cares? It's just a number. And that's the thing, too. When I meet people in person, like, don't get me wrong. When I met your mom, we were at this, like, luncheon. And I looked, and Emily looks at me, and she's like, there's Bountiful Kitchen. And I went over, and I fangirled so freaking she hard. Isn't she the best? She's the best. But then, like, talking to her, it's just like, oh, my gosh, like, you're just the nicest mom in the world and you're a normal person. And I get like my fangirl moment right when I meet people that I follow on Instagram. And then after that, when I meet them again, it's like, oh, you're just, just normal. I feel like yeah. we're just, yeah, we're just friends. We've known each other forever and it's fine. That's so funny. Well, I will say that my mom's cooking is pretty extraordinary. So she's oh, a little, gosh. she is like above normal league as far as that goes but but <laughs> and she's an extraordinary mom but she also is just a real person like just a very down-to-earth real yeah. person who has no pretension about her whatsoever I want to ask what that looks like as far as what you're teaching your children like when you when you're teaching them and you know our church has this whole ministering program and what do you guys do as a family or what are you teaching them as far as that goes. I think they're the better teachers for me. Mm -hmm. That it doesn't matter where we are, that we just like be friends with everyone. Like we support everyone. We do everything. Like 
Nixon, my five-year-old, still remembers going to the football games and going to the basketball games and going and cheering on these kids from Sunday school. He like still calls them his friends. And we tell him like this morning, Emily was telling them because she works in with the youth, the young women. And she was telling Nixon, yeah, I work with the young women and we had young women's last night. And you know, we don't get paid for this. Like it's just of our time. And I think as long as we just tell our kids and we're just open with them, like what we're doing, it really does come across them. I get so shocked at how much all my kids absorb on what we're doing and what we're showing and like doing for others. They watch what you're doing. They see what you're doing. And we t- and then we go home and we talk about it at home and we share like, yeah, we go and we sh- support these kids and we support these people because they're our friends and we care about them and we want them to know that we love them and support them. And our kids, they want to do the same thing for their friends and their family members. And so we see it with them as they're growing up. Yeah. I agree with that. And I it, I totally agree with what you say, too, about they are watching. They really oh, watch girl. more than what they listen to. They watch what we do, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of scary. Like, so I, I may have a video on YouTube that I will do anything to win a competition. Oh even if that means that I'm going to do the single ladies dance by Beyonce spot on in a custom-made leotard in heels. That being said, one time someone was watching it at our house on a computer, and now every single time Nixon hears single ladies, he says, Dad, that's your dancing song. And I'm like, oh my (laughs) gosh. How do you remember that? It's so embarrassing, but I'm like, whatever. Is it still on YouTube? Oh, it's on there. Mr. Westminster 2011, you're welcome. Okay, I can't wait to watch it. That's amazing. Um, that's so funny. But yes, they really are watching and paying attention and observing every little thing. And especially like, like things I really would never think that he would pay Mm -hmm. attention to. Like when I went to, when we would go and we'd support one of his favorite kids that was playing basketball because Nixon loves basketball. At first thought, oh, we're just going to these games at the high school. It's fun. But then as we talk about, oh yeah, we're going to support Nate and we want to, make sure he sees you. So let's make this Jersey that has his number on it. And let's make sure we're cheering for him as he runs by. Nixon like still talks about that. And the kid was like, Nixon was like two or three when he did That's this. That's so cool. And I'm like, how do you remember that? Well, stuff? probably also because you guys are making a point to talk about it and teach him why that's important. So that's really cool. Totally. Okay. I have kind of a touchy question for you and if you're not cool with answering this we can take it off but one time you talked about being bullied as a kid and I want to just ask you what do you feel like other kids could have done differently or what's what are your feelings about like if you could talk to maybe a teenager who's listening to this or a parent of a teenager about bullying or younger kids like what are your feelings about that and how we can be better in oh, yeah. arena I was always bullied because I was never doing like I played baseball mm-hmm. for years other than that I 
we'd uh, elementary, we'd have recess and I was playing jump rope with the girls. I was doing Chinese jump rope. I was with the girls. The boys never let me play basketball because I didn't know how or I wasn't very good and I could never play football or soccer. So I was just with the girls all the time. Girls were all my best friends. And so that would come across as, well, he does all the girl things. He just hangs out with girls. And so he's different. He's not like me. And so I'm just going to be rude to him. I'm going to like call him names and say all these harsh things to him. And so I think one thing that we need to teach our kids and that we need to talk to our kids about is that just because someone's doing something different than what you're used to and what you think is normal, that it doesn't mean that they're Mm -hmm. a certain way. Like for years I got teased and people would say I was gay and they would call me gay and they would just assume I was gay. And so, I mean, when you think about it, is that really like the worst thing someone could call you? Because that means you dress really well, you have great style, um, that you have amazing, like you take good care of your everything. That's what I think of. I'm like, okay, every gay person I've ever known is just like gorgeous. But then you think of it like, well, that's not what I am. That's not me. Why would you say those things? And I think it's because kids and people think, you know what? I You're different than what I'm used to. And so I don't like it. And I'm going to let you know I don't like it. And I think that we need to have those conversations with our kids at a young age, but also as they continue the conversation and say, look, people are different. People do things differently and it's okay. Even if they are gay, even if they are different than you, even if they are too fat or too skinny or a different color, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like we said earlier, people, we're all just people. We're all here. So the what is so bad with just being nice to everyone? And you don't even have to like be people's best friends, but as long as we're just being friendly yes. and kind, I think that's what we need more. We need to just share goodness and share that light because there's so many times that, like, I know that you get this, but we will get a billion, you'll post something and you'll be super vulnerable and you will get a billion comments. Congratulations. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. This is the greatest thing. But why is it that when one person leaves a harsh comment that that's all you think about? It's when people are saying the rudest things or just getting at your, like just saying something that's like off-putting that that's what you think about. You don't think about all the kind things. So I think of I think if that we as people can just spread more mm-hmm. kindness and if if we are thinking something rude or we are thinking something that we want to say is oh that's just different that's not what I'm thinking we don't have to say anything yeah. you don't have to you don't always anything. have to share the first thing that comes to your mind <laughs> right and I am the worst like when I I word vomit like crazy but when it comes to people and like 
their actual, like what they're doing and who they are. It's none of my business. And I have no right to say like, you shouldn't be doing that because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's so true. And and I think going back to, to teaching our kids and talking to them about it's okay if someone else is different than you, if they dress differently, if they look different. You know, Annabelle went to school this year and she had a little girl who was a different color. And I think that that was kind of new for her, you know? And so I've, I've tried, my mom did such a good job of this because I think because she came from a Japanese mom and then a dad who was in the Navy. And I think she experienced, she was born in Japan and then moved to the United States. And she just was really good at teaching us that it does not matter what someone looks like, what they, you know, where they come from, what nationality they are. Everyone, we're all God's children. We're literally all the same. Nothing makes you better or worse than anyone else around you. And so, you know, I tried to really have those conversations with Annabelle. And then I found out that this girl had two moms. And that's a tricky thing to explain to a five-year-old. But um, again, just kept trying so hard to drive home that message of it's okay if someone is different. It's okay if someone's family looks different. It's okay if, um, you know if they look different or talk different or sound or whatever, you know, that we just love people Mm -hmm. and that we're all God's children. And we're literally, I just, my mom, again, did such a good job of always being so passionate about, we are no better than anyone else. There's nothing about you that Mm -hmm. makes you better than someone else or worse than someone else. Like we all are equally loved by God and we're all his children. But I, but you know, what you're talking about with people bullying you because you didn't do the exact same activities or have the same friends or whatever. I just think that's like kids are scared of what they don't know and what doesn't, what doesn't seem familiar to them. And maybe they're not having those conversations at home or, you know, and also like kids in junior high are just the worst. Oh my gosh. The worst. It was the worst time. And and the hard thing too is that then your kid, like, because you don't want to talk to your parent. Like, I didn't want to tell my parents what was going on. And so then I was trying to do everything I can, I could to fit in in junior high so that people wouldn't tease me about things. But then it's like, you're not being yourself. You're not you. You're not letting your light shine. You're putting it under a bushel. And it's like, that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to sit here and let our light shine and just be what we can for others. And so whether that's you support others or you help others with service or you're just a friendly face and giving your time, like all that matters is that we're not putting people down and we're not being, I don't know. I hate when people are rude and behind a screen and even in person, it's just, Ridiculous. And people do get really brave behind a screen. And going back to what you said too oh, about yeah. there can be a thousand kind comments and one mean comment. And I have had to train myself to think about, okay, if there's one mean comment, sometimes I just delete them because I'm like, this isn't worth my time. Right. And sometimes I'll respond if I feel like it's something that I should address. But I do try so hard to be intentional about giving my time and attention to all to the people that are supporting me rather than giving that all that energy to the one person who's trying to take away from what I'm doing, you know. Right. 
Like, I'm just going to spend my time and energy on all these good things happening. Mm -hmm. But I don't need to put any attention on this one thing. Yeah, the one, the one naysayer, the one person right? to bring you down. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You've said so many good things and so many, you're like, you have my wheels turning about <laughs> how I could be supporting people. No, really, like, you know, or their children or their activities or whatever and giving that gift of time. If there's one message, because I know there's going to be so many moms and women who love you and are supporting you and, and, or maybe you're just finding you for the first time through this podcast. And if there's one thing that you want them to walk away with, what's, what's your one message? The one thing that I wish everyone would do is just know that all I'm trying to do is make one person's day better. Like there's nothing better in my life than when I get a message from someone that says, oh my gosh, you brought a smile to my face today. Thank you so much. Like parenting is hard Mm -hmm. and moms are amazing. Like I try everything I can to like do what I can for my kids and I bathe them and I try to do the whole thing when Emily's gone. I try being the single parent, as they say, for that time that they're away. But my kids are always asking for mom because moms just have that special connection. And I think that it's hard and it's stressful and you're going through a lot. And I think sometimes when we turn to social media for just like an outlet for a minute, I just hope that I can bring a smile to one person's face. But I also hope that that smile can spread and that we can do the same thing for other people. I thought it was awesome when Anna from Kids Are the Worst or Anna is the Worst, um, her son was talking to her. She was having a hard time. And he was like, Mom, you need to just listen to this song. And she said, Alexa, play. And then whatever the song was. And then people's Alexas were coming on and playing the song. And she said, how about we spread this goodness? How about we do this? And people started doing it and sharing it. And I think that's the thing that we should be doing with social media and is we need to spread goodness Mm -hmm. and kindness and just support one another. You follow people because they have something that interests you. And so support them and just be kind and just really get to know them for what they're giving. I mean, it's not like we give, put 100% of our lives on there, but I think there's just so many times that we compare and we feel down on ourselves, but I just want people to know that I really care about them and I really just want to make others happy. And I mean, there's nothing better than that good feeling you get when you smile and laugh, I think. Yeah. And you do such a good job of that. (laughs) So on that note, where can people find you, Jason? So my Instagram is the modern dad. Do not follow it without the underscores because that guy is kind of creepy. (laughs) Hasn't posted since like 2015. So I don't know why it's not gone yet. So I'm the underscore modern underscore dad. Okay. Um, And then I have a blog, the modern dad with hyphens because I can't get just one straight word. I have to like fix it. That's okay. Um, The dash modern dash dad.com. Yeah, that's it. Cool. 
Okay, we'll link you in the show notes to um, your Instagram and your blog. And thanks so much for giving me your time today. And oh my gosh, thank you. You are seriously, Corinne, you are amazing. And I have enjoyed following you since the beginning, not just for all the deals you share, but just because you are so sweet and genuine and you have the cutest little girls. Uh And Neil is like, just the best at like you are just the cutest family thank i just you. love you guys thank you well we love you too we think you're awesome so okay we'll just talk to you later and Sounds i don't know good. can't wait to can't wait to watch whatever you have in store for us today on stories. oh dear because <laughs> no it's always pressure. good it always makes my day so oh good thanks jason thanks Corinne. thanks so much for listening to mint arrow messages Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Mint Arrow. Subscribe to our Apple podcasts and rate and review us if you like us. And to get show notes, go to mintarrow.com slash podcast. And you can even sign up to get show notes emailed right to your inbox. And we'll email you every time there's a new episode.